This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, we are talking about how our emotions guide our actions. I'm going to be discussing how our emotions usually guide our actions, what we usually do, and then suggest an alternative with a really actionable step we can all challenge ourselves with this week. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are, what you're up to, what everything around you looks like as you listen to this episode. So take a quick picture of where you're at and tag me on Instagram at Victoria Sardane. I would love to see. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hey guys, I hope you are all doing well. I'm happy to be back with you for another episode this week. And this week we're speaking about how our emotions guide our actions. So I'm sure if I were to ask you, do your emotions guide your actions? You would say, of course, right? This is something that happens naturally. We often find ourselves in a situation where our actions, our habits, what we do, how we spend our time, our activities is a more or less a reaction to the emotions that we're feeling. I'm sure if I were to ask you to reflect a little bit over the past day or over the past week, what were times in which a certain action or a certain behavior was guided by an emotion? You'd probably be able to think of a few examples. Maybe there was a day where you were feeling really sleepy or you're feeling a bit unmotivated. So you decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to skip the gym this time. Or a time in which you were feeling a bit lonely, a bit down. I spoke about this in my last podcast episode, but this time of year tends to come with feelings of feeling a bit blue, feeling a bit lethargic, feeling a bit down. So maybe with those emotions, you found yourself, I don't know, staying in on a Saturday night instead of going out with some friends or feeling like you need more alone time simply because you have this feeling of lack of energy, lack of will, lack of motivation, lack of excitement in your life which we know can kind of lead to a downward spiral, but that's for another day. (laughs) So we know that our emotions can guide our actions, can guide our behaviors. And in some ways, I think this is incredibly important. It's incredibly helpful because if we're feeling, let's say, lonely, then maybe instead of going to the gym, we actually stay home and call a friend. And maybe calling a friend is exactly what we needed to make ourselves feel better. Or maybe let's say that we're feeling angry, we're feeling upset, or we're feeling outraged by something going on, and we can actually go and express that to somebody who's done something, right? And be able to have a conversation, and then maybe something positive will come out of that, or at least we'd hope. So our emotions guide our behaviors, and that is completely normal. The struggle comes when we start to experience it as self-sabotage. And self-sabotage is something that I think probably comes up in every single one of my discovery calls with new clients. It tends to be a theme that just is constantly reoccurring, where we feel like we are getting in our own way. We feel like we have all the best intentions. We feel like we know what to do. 
But the problem is that we don't do it. And why do we not do it? A lot of the time it's because of an emotion or because of a feeling that is coming up that is therefore guiding our behavior. And we don't end up doing what it is that we said we would do. So why is that a concern? Well, engaging in regular self-sabotage makes us feel like we have very low agency over our life. We feel like we are not the ones in the driver's seat. We are not deciding where our life will go because we know, let's say, that putting our accounting up to date is going to make us feel better, is going to set us better up for the future, is going to improve our financial health, let's say. But a feeling of laziness, of can't be bothered, gets in the way and we don't do it. So then we think, I know what I need to do. And I know the kind of future that I want to have, and I know the kind of behaviors and actions that will get me there, but the feeling is getting in the way. So I'm not in charge of my life. I'm not in charge of my future anymore. It's my feelings and my emotions that are essentially dictating who I am, what I do, and who I will become. So we have this feeling of low agency. With this feeling of low agency comes a feeling of low confidence. So we have this decrease in confidence because it feels like, well, I don't stick to my word. There's so many things that I say I'll do and I never actually do them. And we almost start to feel like, can I even trust myself, right? We know this in the way that we relate with other people. If you know somebody who is always saying, yeah, don't worry, I'll be there. Let's do something next weekend. Let's hang out. And they never stick to their word. Then those are the kind of people that after a while you think, well, I can't really count on you, right? I can't really trust that you'll actually be there when you say that you will. It starts to be the same with ourselves. And how concerning is that? Because when we start to have low confidence in ourselves, then we start to feel frustrated and a bit annoyed with ourselves. And isn't it ironic? Because it's ourself. You'd think that we would be able to change that, right? We would be able to do what needs to be done in order to not be frustrated with ourselves, but that's where we get into this kind of self-sabotage spiral that so many of us find ourselves in. So I said at the beginning that it's important that our emotions guide our actions, and I think that it's natural, it's part of the human experience, and thank God that it does. However, I think there's a more proactive way that we can enter this kind of realm. There's a more proactive way to allow our emotions guide our actions. And what I'm suggesting here is actually taking more of a conscious approach and flipping the narrative a little bit. Instead of feeling an emotion, feeling a feeling, a sentiment, and that guiding our action, which feels a bit like a simple reaction, right? It feels like we're not the ones making the decision on that. What I suggest instead is for us to get extreme clarity on what kind of emotion we want to feel and then decide from then what kind of actions and what kind of behaviors will bring us there. So I started reflecting on this concept actually when I was speaking with a client and she was talking about how she's entering this new phase of life at the moment and she's going to be challenged in many different ways. She's entering a new job. She's gonna have a different routine. And so we were speaking about how she can build a daily routine in order to support her success in this new phase of life. And the way that we looked at it 
was not actually looking at the routine, but was starting by looking at what emotion will help you get the most out of this new phase of life that you're living. And once we had pinpointed specifically what emotion that was, then it's actually quite easy to think about a routine or think about habits or think about certain actions and behaviors that will allow her to bring about this emotion. And that's relatively simple, as I said, because we've all experienced the entire realm of emotions, right? All the emotions that naturally come about with the human experience, most of them we have experienced, and we would be able to say, okay, what are the things that make me feel really energized? What are the things that make me feel really confident? Or when was a time in my life in which I felt really confident and why did I feel really confident? What brought about that feeling? Or maybe I'm seeking a feeling of calm. What is something that makes me feel really calm? And what's really cool about this is that we all have different ways to bring about a certain emotion. For somebody, maybe bringing about a feeling of calm is cleaning the kitchen. And it brings them this sense of order in their life and they feel like they have their things together and it brings them calm. Where for somebody else, cleaning the kitchen maybe really annoys them. It gets them really angry and upset and frustrated and they hate it and they don't want to do it to bring about that emotion of calm. So we're able to then distinguish what are the actions, what are the behaviors, what are the habits that will bring about the emotion that we're seeking. So in this instance, our motions and our actions are once again completely linked. But instead of taking a backseat approach, we're actually taking a proactive approach where we are deciding what is the emotion that we want to feel and how will we bring this emotion about. So this is a little challenge that I'm going to be putting on myself this week and I encourage you to join me if you're keen and the challenge is going to be deciding in the evening while we look over our day and we look over what are the elements of our day that are going to come together, what does our day look like, and deciding in that moment in order to get the most of the day ahead or tomorrow, let's say, what emotion do I need to feel? So maybe you can look at your schedule and see that tomorrow is going to be a very busy day. It's going to go in all kinds of directions. There's many different moving parts. And what you really need is an emotion of feeling focused and feeling centered in order to get the most out of it. And then the question would be, what is something that I can do to make me feel focused and centered? Maybe it's three big deep breaths the second you wake up. Maybe it's an affirmation of, I am channeling my focus, right? Anything you can think of, ask yourself, what is something that you can do in order to bring about that emotion? And this is the part that is more important than anything else. While you do that action, I want you to think about the fact that that action is engaging that emotion. This is the part that's key because what's crazy is that yes, there are certain actions and certain behaviors that bring about a certain emotion, but What's even more important than that is the intention behind it. We are able to create emotions in our body and in our mind when we intentionally try to activate those emotions. So we can almost think of the behavior that we're doing as a bit of a placebo in a certain way. 
So yes, we've chosen a certain behavior that we think will drive an emotion, but what's even more important is being incredibly aware of the fact that we are engaging that emotion with that behavior. Another example would be, if you want to feel incredibly energized, what are the things that make you feel incredibly energized? You can maybe then schedule your day to, I don't know, go to a Zumba class before work, or even just go for a five minute walk outside, or do five jumping jacks. You know, if you know that some kind of physical activity and physical movement is something that brings you energy. So that will be your challenge and my challenge for this week is thinking consciously of what is an emotion that you want to engage in order to get the most of your day ahead and then deciding on one action or one behavior that will bring about that emotion. And I want to stress that it doesn't need to be something long. It doesn't need to be something incredibly time consuming. If you know that you have a really busy week ahead already as it is, or that you're not going to have very much time, then it's not necessarily about scheduling in a one hour run or anything like that. It can simply be, let's say, engaging the emotion of gratitude by telling yourself that tomorrow morning when my alarm rings, the first thing I'm going to do is smile, is have a big smile while I'm waking up in bed and remind myself that I'm so grateful for this moment and that right now everything is perfect. That can take less than 10 seconds. So it doesn't need to be something big. What's important, as I said, the key here is the intentionality behind it. So I hope that you challenge yourself with this this week. I would love to know how you go on with this challenge, if you engage in it, what happens, what the outcome is. As I said, I'm going to be challenging myself with this challenge as well this week. So although this is a tool that I have used a bit in the past, more for specific occasions, what I really want to challenge myself with this week is actually doing it every day. So I'm not sure how it's going to go, but I'll keep you guys updated and I would love for you to do the same. I hope you enjoyed this quick, short episode, guys, and I'll see you next week for a brand new episode.